We must keep looking into the mirror of God's word until we see who we really are, you know. Now go to lesson four real quick, hallelujah. <laughs> see how far we can get here in 15, 20 minutes. Now let's turn to Romans 5, and this is where I have an opportunity to really go crazy. If any of you have heard me teach the one message on grace that I do, then you know I, go, I get to this. But this, I, I mean, the book of Romans, remember, is an incredibly, incredibly spiritual book. I mean, they're all spiritual books. But Romans is, is a heavy book because the church at Rome were where all the intellectuals were. And, you know, this mindset that they had, Paul was speaking to the strength of this. But Romans is a book that you need to read the whole book. I mean, you really do need to read the whole letter over and over again. And you need to read it out loud like I've constantly told you and read it slowly. Don't be in a hurry with God. You know what I mean? Let God's Spirit have enough time to speak to you about these scriptures. But that's what meditation means. You're called to meditate in it. It doesn't say faith comes by having heard one time. It says faith cometh by hearing. And the Greek word there means hearing and hearing and hearing over and over again. But let's just read so I can get at it. Point A, lesson four, page nine. The gift of God in Christ Jesus to us is far, far more than what took place at the fall of man to the disobedience of Adam. Hallelujah. Now we're going to read in Romans 5. Now let me, let me just start right here in... Well, actually, I'm going to read the last few verses of Romans 4, okay, from the Amplified Bible. I'm going to... Uh, Romans 4, verse 20. Talking about Abraham and Abraham's faith. No unbelief or distrust made him, Abraham, waver or doubtingly question concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Being fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep His word and to do what He had promised. That is why His faith was credited to Him. Listen, that is why His faith was credited to His account, was credited to Him as righteousness or right standing with God. But the words it was credited to Him were written not for His sake alone, but they were written for our sakes too. Righteousness, standing acceptable to God, will be granted and credited to us also who believe in, trust in, adhere to, and rely on God who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Well, does anybody in here believe that God raised Jesus from the dead? Does anybody? Well, then, righteousness has been granted and credited to you. Verse 25, it says, Who was betrayed and put to death because of our misdeeds, and he was raised. Now remember I keep saying, do you believe that his work was successful? Listen to what it says. Who was betrayed and put to death because of our misdeeds and was raised to secure our justification, our acquittal, making our account balance and absolving us from all guilt before God. Hallelujah. Now verse 1 of chapter 5. Therefore, since we are justified. Did you hear that? We're not going to be justified when we get to heaven. 
You're not going to be any more right with God when you get to heaven than you are right now in this room. That's an incredible thought. Therefore, since we are justified, we're not going to be, we already are. Therefore, since we are justified, acquitted, and declared righteous, and given a right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have this peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Hallelujah. You know what it says? It says we're to grasp this and enjoy it. And I often look at people's faces and say, well, let me see your enjoying look. Let me see a look that shows me you're actually enjoying this truth that you've been reconciled back to God. You know what I mean? Instead of looking like death warmed over. I mean, no wonder, no wonder people don't want to go to church, you know. They look like this, you know. <laughs> come to church. Please come to my church. We have so much fun in church. Church is fun. Really come to church. You can be just like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I always, I always quote the verse. Do you remember when, uh, when God chose, uh, chose David? Remember when Samuel, the prophet Samuel, went to Jesse's house, remember? And Jesse brings out all his sons, you know, the strong, muscular son, the, the handsome son, the, the authority written, all the sons. And Do you remember what God says to, to, uh, to Samuel? God says to Samuel, after he goes through all of the guys except for David, God says, Samuel, remember... He said, man looks on what? But God looks on the heart. And let me tell you something. When 99% of preachers preach that verse, you know what they always refer to? Well, you tell me, what do they always talk about? They always talk about they take the, they, how God looks on the heart, right? God looks on the heart, and God does look on the heart. But what else did God say? God said, man does what? Looks on the outward appearance. Let me ask you a question. Who are we trying to reach? Man. What does man do? Man looks on the outward appearance. Do you understand why a lot of people don't want to go to church? I mean, people used to invite, when I was a drug addict, people used to invite me to church. And I look at them and say, man, you look in worse shape than I do. <laughs> uh, you know, I said, I said, you know, I, I don't want to go to church. If that's what it's going to do to me, I'd rather go back to the penitentiary, you know. <laughs> Listen. Anyhow, verse, five, verse 1. Therefore, since we are justified and acquitted and given a right standing with God through faith, let us grasp this fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy. Peace with God. I mean, can you just close your eyes right now and say this? Right now, I have peace with God. God is not angry with me. There's no anger towards me in God. I'm at peace with God. That's a wonderful truth. Now, verse 2 says, Through Him also we have our access, our entrance, our introduction by faith into this grace, this state of God's favor 
in which we firmly and safely stand. Where are we supposed to be standing? Where are we supposed to be standing according to that verse? Mm 